Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. Our Matrix server is about as free as Internet chat can be. Join the existing rooms or create your own at chat.freetalklive.com. Welcome to Liberty Conspiracy on Free Talk Live. I'm Gardner Wilson, Free Talk Live, the Liberty Conspiracy, which streams every Monday through Friday live starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Rumble, Rockfin, and on my Twitter slash X feed, that being at Guard Goldsmith. You can also find the show anytime after the fact on any of those platforms. And if you're looking for textual information, Head over to my Substack, that being the Gardner Goldsmith Substack, and every Sunday you'll receive the Sunday News Assembly, at least 20 stories pertaining to individual liberty, plus expanded contextual information that helps draw out long-lasting lessons that can help us expand the purview and the number of people who believe in freedom. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Let's get started. But let's find out what's in store, everybody, tonight on the program. The news flash: it's from D.C., from New Hampshire to D.C. to you. And no, we're not going to be stopping by that weird underground Hasidic Jewish uh, network of tunnels and stuff in New York. I don't know what the deal is with that, but uh, I can't really tell you too much about it. It's just bizarre. But there are some anecdotal stories that will discuss just me talking to you, won't break it down by reading the articles, things like that. A couple things that I can give to you from New Hampshire, going down to Washington, D.C., straight to you. So we'll do that. And then after we go from that news flash, we'll talk about the German farm and energy protests as they widen. And we're not talking about Biden, but in a way, we will widen it to talk about Biden. And uh, hopefully I won't be rhyming that clunkily throughout the rest of the program. But we are going to talk about the German farm and energy protests getting larger. Protesters in Poland now joining the German farmers and uh, the reaction to one politician as he came out to say hi. Yeah, I think you can guess how well that turned out. Uh, Then we're going to be discussing our second major issue, the U.S. climate cultists. That's where we widen it into Biden. And how they keep on chanting. Yes, their ritualism continues. And they keep taking your money. You're the one being sacrificed for their climate god. Welcome to the Aztec Pyramid, my friends. Then, talking about sacrifices, we'll talk about the man who loves to sacrifice dogs and us on his altar of technology and scientism Anthony Fauci, and who earned, you know, 400 grand a year for many years doing it, and now we get to pay his retirement. Yes, the liar extraordinaire testified and strangely couldn't recall, or at least said that he couldn't recall, 100 plus times today down at D.C. I know, I know, you were expecting great things, weren't you? I know, we were, you and I, peas in a pod. Must be our mRNA. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Must be our DNA. We must share DNA. That That's what it is, right? We got injected with that gullibility thing. 
I think that's what I hear now. EcoHealth Alliance is working on a new serum. It's called Gullibility. Make sure you take it. <laughs> It'll work on anything. It's a new gullibility shot. It works against gullibility 2019. Uh, sorry, covability 2019. And you just get your eighth shot of gullibility, and the next one will definitely work. I always love it. it reminds me of those self-help books. You know those 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 books that we used to when I worked at the bookstore. We had this whole section of self help stuff, and they were, they were almost always the same. It was, you know, it was like you know the the break the such and such cycle, break the such and such, do this, do that, improve your life, blah blah blah. You know, and uh, so I was, I just thought it would be really funny to have a series of books called Break the Self Help Book Cycle, how you can do it, Volume One. <laughs> Just and there's nothing actually in volume one. You got to get volume two because <laughs> the people were addicted to the self help books. They just kept buying the self help books. It's like I'll tell you what. I'll write a book about how to break buying the self help book cycle. I'll break that habit for you. Just make sure you buy the next book. It's in that one. <laughs> Yeah, in fact, we'll talk a little bit about what uh, the uh, AARP is recommending on number four. Yeah, I think you can guess if you hadn't already seen it. Yes, they are recommending more jabs. <laughs> okay, and then we'll talk about the jabs that the courts are and, uh, and governments are giving us regarding gun rights. So welcome to the program, everybody. It's great to have you here on this ninth day of January, and I really appreciate you being here. I see that Andrew is there, Max B is there, Harry Hart is there, Taylor Saunders is there, and they are in Rockfinville. Don't go back to Rockville. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that R.E.M. song. Not a fan of a lot of R.E.M. songs. Uh, Possum King. Oh, man, I'm so glad you're there. This is cool. And, yeah, you know, we, we got a couple minutes late start because uh, Rumble recycled on me as I was putting the streaming codes in, and I had to go back through it. So you probably see this, like the picture of, of Darren McGavin's cold check close-up on on Darren McGavin just because I wasn't able to input the the proper picture. It was all in, and then I had to redo it. So, Apostle Game, thanks for being there. Spread the word if you're watching, folks. Really appreciate it. He says, I hope the German protests erupt everywhere, especially here. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, we'll show you a little uh, time, little little memory going back to uh, the Canadian trucker protests and something that happened just over the past 24 hours to a pretty well-known Canadian reporter, and uh, it's not good, of course. <laughs> it's the government. What do you expect? They're doing it to somebody, and he's a reporter who has reported very fairly for the viewers and very fairly for truth, but government don't like that up in Canada, I guess. That's right. So, everybody, thanks for joining us. Remember, if you get the opportunity, go to my Substack, and every Sunday you'll find the Sunday News Assembly. A couple of those stories, uh, I haven't even gotten a touch yet about Nikki Haley and the dumb things that she's had to say. But maybe we'll be able to get into some of those. I've got a couple stories that I wanted to touch last night regarding the jab dangers, uh, some of those uh, Southern Hemisphere studies and the extrapolation, the very logical extrapolation people have done on the correlations on deaths that now show that uh, it, it very clearly seems to be a connected ratio of um 
the number of jabs that you get and the worse your uh, the worse your your immune system becomes and the more likely you are of uh of uh having problems uh they seem to be very very well connected so the more jabs you get the lower your uh protection and uh the worse your body goes the worse your body becomes as you acquire an autoimmune system and at the same time many people can't fight outside immune challenges it's uh, not a good situation. That is probably one of the worst possible things you could ever have. Your immune system attacking your own body, but at the same time having a lower capacity to fight foreign viruses or maybe viruses, you know, created by people with our tax money. Oh, yes, indeed. One and all. You got to love it. So let's get right to it, everybody. Let's talk about what's first up as we hit. You know what? Yes? Oh, hello. Uh, hello. We're Mary's parents. Oh, well, come on in, fellas. Hold it a second. Mary's parents burned to death last year. Wait a minute. I know you guys. You're from the news flash. What's on tap, one and all? Well, we got Spinal Tap. Stop wasting that time. You know what I want. You know what I need. Oh, maybe you don't. Do I have to come right back out and tell you everything? Give me some money. Spinal Tap. I love that. I, I still get a kick out of that Ed Bagley Jr. thing because he's clearly not even doing anything on the drums in a couple of the shots. They intentionally did it that way, and it's really, really funny. <laughs> I love how Michael McKeon does this sort of like crossed eye thing. Oh, man, that is one heck of a funny movie. And to think that I didn't learn, learn until later that the way they went about it was they just sort of set up the general scenes, and they often ad-libbed the stuff. And they knew the starting point and the end point, and they would ad lib to get from the start to the end point for each scene. Very, very good. Wow, amazing. So we got the news coming to you from New Hampshire to the rest of you. Let me give you what's been going on in New Hampshire on a couple fronts. Uh, first, of course, the very, very cool people of the 10th Amendment Center offer us this report. I'll enlarge it for you. New Hampshire bill would treat gold and silver as money. One of numerous states moving in this direction. Some have already gone that way. Some people go both ways, as the scarecrow says. But here it is, out of Concord. This happened at the end of December. A bill filed in New Hampshire House would make gold and silver legal tender in the state, which would increase currency competition and set the stage for people there to undermine the Federal Reserve's monopoly on money. Cool stuff. I dig it. Representative Keith Ammon, a friend of mine and five co-sponsors, filed House Bill 1674 on December 15th. As legal tender, gold and silver would be, quote, recognized to pay private debts, 
taxes and fees levied by the state of New Hampshire or any local subdivisions, as Rush would say, thereof. Under the proposed law, specie would be defined as bouillon fabricated into products of uniform shape, size, design, content, weight, and purity that are suitable for or customarily used as currency, as a medium of exchange, or as the medium for purchase, sale, storage, transfer, or delivery of precious metals in retail or wholesale transactions. Another point here that Michael Meharry, the great Michael Meharry, he also does a lot of writing for Shift Gold, of course, so check out Shift Gold. Uh, Michael writes, specie legal tender would be defined as specie coin issued by the United States government at any time and any other specie designated by the state treasurer as legal tender pursuant to the monetary authority not prohibited by Article 1, Section 10 of the United States Constitution. So, very big deal, and of course the Constitution requires the states to only accept silver or gold coinage as payment for state debts. The rest of this isn't necessarily needed. Uh, We can make our own arrangements, whether it's on the white market, gray market, or black market, about what we'll accept for our legal tender between us according to natural law. But according to the Constitution, This is something that really shouldn't be necessary, but they're doing it anyway. And it's a nice little slap in the face of the United States government and in the face of the Federal Reserve. So just to give you a quick follow-up here, passage into law would make New Hampshire the fifth state to recognize gold and silver as legal tender. Utah led the way, reestablishing constitutional money in 2011. Wyoming, Oklahoma, and Arkansas have since joined. Very cool. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. There's a little bit more here, and I'll share a little bit of this with you because, of course, they're going to start up a bouillon depository, which would be run by the state. So that is also a big deal because the state can use that in paying off its debts, which is the only way it's supposed to pay off its debts. That was one of the problems they had during the Articles of Confederation. The states were paying off with inflated fiat currency, and in some cases, especially around Massachusetts, where, of course, they had some skirmishes after the after the um, uh, revolution, uh, because they were paying off the so-called war debts of Massachusetts with inflated currency, but they were demanding for taxes, silver and gold. And so obviously they were uh, ripping people off. And so uh, here we'll see a couple things very quickly that Michael covers that are also part of this HB 1674. Bouillon shall not be characterized as personal property for taxation or regulatory purposes. That's a very, very big deal. So gold and silver bouillon would be excluded from taxation. Not bad. Because, of course, New Hampshire doesn't have an income tax. It has property taxes that are handled by the, by, the, by the towns. So this would prohibit a property tax on your gold or bouillon as property. That's a big deal. The exchange of one type or form of legal tender for another type or form or legal, of legal tender shall not give rise to any tax liability. So if you're exchanging it inside a bank or you want to exchange it for Bitcoin or other crypto, that differential won't be considered some sort of 
property tax gain or anything like that, or an income tax. Of course, they don't have an income tax in New Hampshire. The purchase or sale of any type or form of bullion shall not give rise to any tax liability. Those are very, very big deals, everybody, especially in New Hampshire, because by doing this, it opens up some questions as to whether or not it will stick with the New Hampshire tradition of not having an income tax. That's very, very big. Also, writes Mike Meharry, the legislation also includes changes to the state tax code and contract law that would make it easier for businesses in the state to operate using the functional currency of their choice. Practically speaking, these provisions would allow New Hampshireites to use gold or silver in both physical and electronic form as money rather than just as mere investment vehicles. In effect, it would put gold and silver on the same footing as Federal Reserve notes. The effect has been most dramatic in Utah, where the legal tender law opened the door for the development of a gold and silver market in the state, and it has been very successful. With some legal hurdles cleared away by the state, the United Precious Metal Association, UPMA, in partnership with Alpine Gold Exchange, set up the state's first gold bank. The Utah Specie Legal Tender Act has also led to the creation of Goldbacks, a local voluntary medium of exchange, and of course you can get those Contact Tony Arterburn, and others are buying and selling them. Goldbacks are notes made from fractions of an ounce of physical gold. The company created a process that turns pure gold into a spendable physical form for small transactions. And there's a lot more, but I wanted to give you that nice update from New Hampshire. I thought that that was very worthwhile. Check out the Tenth Amendment Center. I will retweet this right now so that if you're looking for the story, you can find it right away. I tweeted it a little bit earlier today, but if you're watching just now and you want to grab it, go for it. It's right out there. And now I want to give you a little bit of uh, weird news from New Hampshire. Um, You might have heard about this. Uh, let Let me give it to you as the headline reads it, and then I'll sort of just sort of riff on my own on this thing, okay? So... Here's the headline. New Hampshire's attorney general fires off cease and desist letter to DNC over deceptive comments on the primary. So what's the deal? What's the word, Thunderbird, you might say? Uh, Well, all right. So Joe Biden isn't on the ballot for the primary for the Democrats. And it has to do with South Carolina. And so part of the whole thing with South Carolina is um, he promised them to give them more attention for their primary than New Hampshire, essentially negating himself. Even he knew he was pretty much a shoe in. And so he pulled himself, his team pulled Biden off the Democrat ballot and that would give more attention to the South Carolina primary. New Hampshire has a statute that says it has to be a certain number of days before any state's primary that might they might try to front load before New Hampshire. So New Hampshire is constantly dancing around trying to get in front of things like South Carolina. There's always this give and take. Well, the DNC got involved. And so let me give you this, uh, this little bit. Now that I've riffed a little bit, here's the story. 
of a not-so-lovely lady called the DNC. Let me enlarge it for you here. New Hampshire's Republican Attorney General, and think about this now. Again, it has to do with the primary, right? So think about this. And there's another something involved with this, too, that goes back a couple years now. Uh, And it has to do with the courts. New Hampshire's Republican Attorney General is taking aim at the Democrat National Committee for what he argues are false, deceptive, and misleading comments about the state's first-in-the-nation presidential primary. So they're very, very protective of this, okay? And um, one of the things about New Hampshire is that, you know, it's got to be first, that whole thing. And I actually have heard... Uh, there's a guy named Jim Browdy, who's a commentator from Boston Radio, and he's a very big-time collectivist. And he was up in New Hampshire a while ago covering one of the primaries. They had their radio show up here. At that time, there was a, an FM station called 96.9 FM Talk, and he was one of the hosts, along with this woman named Marjorie Egan, and they were on Midday. So they were doing their show, and I happened to be there towards the end. And he said, you know, Marjorie, I don't understand this. You know, you've got New Hampshire, this tiny group of people. They have such sway over the way the rest of the, the things will go for the, for the rest of the country, for the election. They have such political power over the way everything goes. So I said, hey, Jim, do you ever think about your support for collectivism and central command and control structures that you like to see in your state house and in Washington, D.C.? I see that now... You don't seem to like that. Where's the balance there, dude? I don't understand. I thought you liked small groups of people making decisions for everybody else. He's like, oh, that's a different story. I'm like, oh, it is, is it? Well, maybe you could amplify on that. Oh, we got to go to commercial. Oh, okay. Have a nice day, Jim. So here's more of the New Hampshire story from Russia with love and longtime state Democrat Party chair Ray Buckley reacting to Monday's move by state attorney general John Formella emphasized that, quote, it's safe to say in New Hampshire, where most baseball fans support the Boston Red Sox and despise the rival New York Yankees, the DNC is less popular than the New York Yankees. There's a lot more coming up with Liberty Conspiracy on Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live is brought to you by Dash Digital Cash. With fees of less than a penny per transaction, Dash is made for spending. Dash is one of the oldest cryptocurrencies and is widely available on exchanges, including the decentralized Maya protocol and in multi-crypto wallets. Thanks to the Dash DAO for sending us 32 Dash per month for this sponsorship. It's easy to get and use Dash. You can learn more at Dash.org. That's Dash.org. Are you a business owner? Are you confused by the complexity of the tax laws? We can help. I'm Dan Pilla, and I've been helping business owners solve tax problems for over 40 years. My book, The Small Business Tax Guide, shows proven ways to avoid all the common business tax problems. Don't risk your business. Go to danpilla.com to order your copy. That's danpilla.com. Order now and get a free 15-minute call directly with me, a $99 value. Go to danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com. 
What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. USA News Update. There will be a review at the Pentagon over communication gaps with the White House in recent days since Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's hospital stay. The Defense Department inspectors will assess whether DOD interoffice communication policy is up to snuff. This comes as this comes as Austin has faced backlash for leaving top U.S. officials and the White House in the dark about his condition. U.S. and British forces reportedly working together on military strikes against Houthi rebel targets in Yemen late this week. Details about the death or injury of combatants are unknown. There's now a lawsuit filed against Boeing in the wake of that Alaska Airlines door plug mishap one week ago. The lawsuit claiming the ordeal caused physical, emotional, and economic pain for the passengers on board. Corey Myers, USA News. Advertising is simple. It starts with someone who has a need. Mom! And then gets more specific. Mom, I want pizza. Then we add urgency. I want pizza tonight. Before you know it, your GCN advertising message is reaching millions of listeners. Listeners who are definitely in need. We want pizza! You see? Advertising on GCN is simple. Your message meets their need, and the result means new business for you. Tell us about your business. Then let our super creative department go to work to craft just the right message to feed those who have an urgent need. We want pizza tonight! GCN has the most affordable national radio advertising rates, period. And millions of people listen to GCN radio programs on over 1,000 AM and FM and XM stations and streaming audio live. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just shoot us an email, advertise at GCNlive.com. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com, including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. We still do email. Drop your email address in the entry box at freetalklive.com and you'll be kept in the loop with Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. 
Welcome to Liberty Conspiracy on Free Talk Live. I'm Gardner Goldsmith, the creator of the Liberty Conspiracy, which can be seen and heard every Monday through Friday, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Rumble, Rockman, and on my Twitter slash X feed, that being at Gard Goldsmith. So here's more of the New Hampshire story from Russia with love. And longtime state Democrat Party Chair Ray Buckley reacting to Monday's move by State Attorney General John Formella emphasized that, quote, it's safe to say in New Hampshire, where most baseball fans support the Boston Red Sox and despise the rival New York Yankees, the DNC is less popular than the New York Yankees. That's the Democrat National Party, not the New Hampshire Party. So he's taking the side of New Hampshire in a way here. Now, Secretary of State of New Hampshire Formella cited a January 5th letter sent to Ray Buckley of the New Hampshire Democrat Party by the National DNC's Rules and Bylaws Committee, which oversees the party's nominating calendar, telling the state party chair, this is a letter that the the National sent to the state party chair, Ray Buckley, to inform local Democrats that New Hampshire's upcoming presidential primary, which is in violation of the National Party's 2024 nominating calendar, is, quote, meaningless, end quote. The state attorney general said calling the primary meaningless violates New Hampshire voter suppression laws. classic it's classic isn't somebody serving like multiple years just for making a meme what was that dude's name i wrote it down Mackey, right was that his name mr Mackey? was it because he wrote a meme like telling people like oh you can vote online you know it's clearly fake and they they sent them to jail you can vote online for hillary just you know log on to this website or something like that he's going to jail it's Where's where's the standard, Jim Jim Browdy? Well, let's go to commercial. We can't talk about that. Wait, hold on. I don't understand. How can a guy go to jail for making a comic meme about the election, and yet the DNC can do this in New Hampshire, and they seem to think it's totally fine? I thought they didn't like that kind of thing. <laughs> now they're engaging in it. <laughs> And here's a little backdrop. Democrats for years have knocked both Iowa, whose caucuses kicked off both major parties nominating calendars for five decades, and New Hampshire as unrepresentative of the party as a whole, because the state has a largely white population with few major urban areas. So what? Maybe... The major urban areas have massive sway later on, and the tiny, tiny suburban and countrified enclaves deserve some representation. How does that all work? I don't know, because I don't support the state. Oh, man. And I think it's pretty darn funny, because, again, it's within a club. It's a club telling people to do something. It's not a general election. It's a club. So if you want to go vote for the club, for the club to nominate somebody, why should the state be involved? Right. The party does its stuff. 
The state shouldn't have anything to do with it. Don't use my tax money to figure out how the Democrats are going to do their their party club vote. And don't do the, do that for Republicans. Right. So this whole thing about trying to keep Trump off the ballot in Maine and Colorado. What why should taxpayers have anything to do with what the club is going to produce as their nomination for anything? It's not voter suppression at all. It's a club. It's not the general election, for God's sake. Why do people look at this stuff? Oh, we got to have our vote inside a school. At least in Iowa, they do it in people's houses. You know, they have coffee, they hang out, they sit in their chairs, you know, throw some darts. I don't know. Maybe they do it in those weird basement tunnels or something that they have in Iowa. I'm sorry. No, sorry. That was New York. I don't know. I, I don't know what the deal is. I wonder what Jerry Nadler thinks of that. Maybe he can do his funky shimmy in, in one of those tunnels. It's just so stupid. It's just ridiculous. But it is a pretty big deal in New Hampshire. I got to tell you, it's it's out of control. And uh, I did want to mention, however, I do think there is quite a double standard there. You know, the way the Democrats are operating. It's, it's, it's actually whacked out. So I'm going to remove that tab and allow my uh, my computer to move along a little bit better. But I want to now turn to a little something else here. And um, for that, we're going to need another theme in our Flash. And this is probably going to round off the Flash, everybody. I want to give you, of course, one of my one of my favorite shows that I watched all of like once. You know what it is. We're going to go to the courtrooms, everybody. And no, it's not Perry Mason. It is. Hey, how'd you like that, huh? I was on pace on that. Maybe not. Classic, just classic stuff, Law and Order. Oh, man, I wish I could play bass. I wish I could play bass at all. <laughs> all right, so what is in store for our Law and Order stuff? Well, first, I want to mention this. Um, I am going to be covering what you saw yesterday at the end of the show. Who is that man? Who are those people? And what is that Funker Duncan 1950s looking spaceshipy thing? And what is that? Well, we'll talk about that when it comes to the courts, sort of, coming up, I wish. And now we're going to go with this section of the program. Meanwhile, in D.C. and the courts. So I'm going to open this up. I'm actually going to let one guy handle it pretty darn well. He's a guy who... Uh, worked worked as a journalist in Boston for years, covering the mafia, the FBI, uh, the Irish mafia, and Whitey Bulger had a hit out on him. They wanted to kill him by loading C4 into a basketball and putting it near his car. Uh, he had to get... Uh, he he got he he got surgery one time. He woke up and there was an Irish mafia guy over his hospital bed with a knife. And and uh, he is of course Howie Carr, and he's going to give us the latest up to datest about the incredibly harsh sentence 
and you can figure this out yourself. I don't know. I just don't know of Ray Epps plus a little something else that you might find, regardless of whether you're a fan of Donald Trump or not, uh, you might find it a little sketchy when it comes to one of the courtroom dramas of Donald Trump. Uh, Let's check this out. And no, it's not about Trump himself, and it's not about the Epstein stuff, none of which can be substantiated. They claim there are these videos, there are these claims from different people, and, you know, I don't see any evidence or anything like that. So, you know, whatever. Um, I don't think we're ever going to see the evidence. Uh, And by the way, you know, those videos, the Epstein videos that people have been talking about from all these different buildings. uh, I mentioned in a text to a friend last night who texted me about that. I said, hey, you know, uh, I, I would think that Epstein, if you were at it long enough and he was smart enough, he would have multiple copies of those things. So I don't think that those those videos, if they were confiscated out of the New York building, um, I don't think that they're the only copies of these things, unless he was really lazy and sloppy. You know, I don't know. Maybe he was, uh, but uh, I don't think so. But let's let's first go to the Ray Epps stuff. Then we'll talk about Donald Trump and some of the other courtroom drama stuff regarding Trump that has nothing to do with the Epps stuff. So here is uh, not, nothing to do with the uh, Epstein stuff. Here is the Epps story with a very unique take from a guy who understands pretty darn well uh, the way that the feds can cover stuff up because, of course, he covered the FBI and its relationship with the mafia, a very cozy one here in, near Boston. Breaking news. You know what I always say in the halls of justice, the only justice is in the halls. Today, Ray Epps. Remember him from January 6th? Fed. Fed, fed. If you ask a cop if he's a cop, he's like obligated to tell you. It's in the Constitution. <laughs> he got probation. Yep. It was for two days. He was screaming and inciting riots, fomenting sedition and insurrection. And today, a uh, a a uh, an Obama stooge. James Bosberg, the judge, gave him probation. Pro, he didn't even have to come to court. Shocked. He didn't have to come to court. Trump was in court today in that very same courthouse in D.C. And this guy, Fed, 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 as they as they chanted, he denies it. He got he got big write ups in uh, the New York Times in, in sixty minutes because because he was such a big Trump guy obviously because they always given puff pieces and sob stories to to Trump guys and uh, they they said oh he was he was framed he he was you know that was terrible what Tucker Carlson and Fox News did them so today he got probation remember the guy the the guy from the Proud Boys the the black guy Enrique Henry Henry Enrique Torrio. He was in Baltimore at the time. They even said that in the press release, the feds, that he, he observed what was happening from a faraway place. I wouldn't call Baltimore a faraway place, but it was not in the District of Columbia. And they gave him 22 years. He wasn't there. Epps was there on January 5th and January 6th, fomenting the crowd of insurrectionists, as they called them. And he gets probation, and the black guy gets 22 years. And by the way, his uh, his white co-conspirators got respectively 10, 15, 17, and 18 years. And they did less than Ray Epps. 
but but he was he's on the level. You could trust him. He's not like the others. He's he's not a fed. Not a fed. He, How about the one guy? Go in, go in, get in there, everybody. Epps. Get in there. Go, go, go. Nothing happens to him. What happened with him? Nothing happens. <laughs> What do you mean nothing happens? He got probation. He had to he had to fire up his computer, his laptop to get on Zoom to be there. Can you imagine that? You you start with they, they said this is the worst thing since uh, Pearl Harbor, 9/11 and Fort Sumter combined. And don't don't forget to remember the Maine. And and he doesn't even have to show up in court to get probation. Wow. But everything's you know, everything's on the level. Just remember that. Don't ever forget that. You know, blind justice. Blind. 844-500-4242. So that's the uh, that's that's one of the stories. But I think the, the bigger we knew that that was coming. But this was really a surprise. This uh, this Fanny. It was to me anyway. Fanny Willis. She's the uh, daughter of a Black Panther, and she's just this uh, rabid Democrat operative, uh, George Soros. I think she, I don't know if she was paid for by George Soros, but she she acts like a George Soros plant, like a Larry Krasner or a Fox or you know or uh, or, or a Gascon. And uh, so she's down in Fulton County, which is Atlanta, and she's indicted Trump and all these other people, seventeen, eighteen people. Well, yesterday. One of the uh, one of the co-defendants, a guy named Mike Roman, he's just a political operative for Trump. He uh, his lawyers filed a, a motion try, trying to throw the the indictment out, and the, the reason is that uh, you know uh, apparently the allegation in the uh, in the complaint is that uh, Fannie Willis, the prosecutor that she's appointed to uh, to to bring these. Uh, these 17, 18 people before the bar of justice, as, as it were. Uh, you know, I'm trying to keep a straight face as I say that. That's her boyfriend. She's paid this guy $654,000. He, she hired him when he was married and they were having an affair. And they've, uh, they've gone, they've gone according to, uh, according to the, uh, the filing, uh, he has he has used the money to take Willis on lavish vacations to quote Napa Valley, California, Florida, and the Caribbean. Unquote. It's the only way to fly. <laughs> so is it safe to say that uh, this this uh, this this lawyer by the name of Nathan Wade was he going around the world with Fanny? I threw on my scarf here because I thought I might be feeling the chill from Fanny if she's watching the show. She might be a little uh, little upset. Now, let me give you some details on that, folks, uh, just to, to give you a quick update. This is from USA Today's Josh Meyer. Uh, the headline is Trump, Georgia co-defendant alleges D.A. Fanny, F-A-N-I, Willis, had improper relationship with a prosecutor. So uh, Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis hired an alleged romantic partner. Now, remember, remember what they're investigating here, because there's so many different cases and stuff against Trump and all this nonsense. You know, who knows? It's just ridiculous. And, and again, I don't know whether 
uh, a lot of this is is pre pre planned and packaged and uh, put out there for public consumption because they want to promote Trump as being the underdog and the guy who's got all the people against him. And they want to raise up uh, and inflame tensions between the pro-Trump people and the Democrats. I don't know whether this is mainly being driven or all being driven because the Democrats fear Trump and they honestly are trying to keep him off the ballot and so on. I don't know how many of them honestly think that these stupid arguments about Trump and inciting some sort of insurrection or anything like that. They actually believe that nonsense. But within this, there are some people who have been brought up on charges, and these charges could see them get in a lot of trouble. Donald Trump, I don't know what to make of that guy, but there are other people connected with this, and this is one of these cases that uh, it's very curious because this this particular defendant is saying, now, hold on a second. This guy's name is Michael Roman, and it says here, Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis, that's down in Georgia, hired an alleged romantic partner to lead the Atlanta prosecution of former President Donald Trump and 18 others on election conspiracy charges and improperly financially benefited from that relationship tainting the entire case, according to a new court filing by one of Trump's co-defendants. The 127-page motion was filed Monday by a lawyer for longtime Trump associate Michael Roman, who was indicted for his alleged role as a campaign official in trying to help Trump overturn the Georgia election in 2020 after President Joe Biden's victory in the state. The motion seeks to dismiss the charges against Roman on the grounds that they are fatally defective. The filing by Roman's attorney, Ashley Merchant, argues. It also seeks to disqualify Willis, the entire Fulton County District Attorney's Office, and the special prosecutor, Nathan Wade, because the two, quote, have been engaging in an improper, clandestine, personal relationship during the dependency pres- the of this case. And that brings me to another quick update. Not even going to bring this this one up on the screen, but I just have to mention, some of you might have heard about Bob Menendez. Yes, yes, he just can't get enough of making a fool of himself. Bob Menendez got up today on the Senate floor and defended himself against these corruption charges, you know, the gold bars, the payoffs from the Saudis, him and his wife, that whole thing out of New Jersey. He said, I didn't do anything different than what everybody in the Senate and the House essentially engages in in the first place. And I got to say, when when you when when a society reaches a point uh, i don't want to sound too preachy here but you know i mean you can't help it sometimes when you're talking about this sort of political stuff you try to laugh about it but it is partially preaching i guess right it is partially you know judging people or whatever you know it's it's not uh do uh do not judge us others it's don't judge others unless you are willing to be judged by others right so I'm a victim of government aggression. I think it's okay for me to judge. And that's the point that I'd like to make, which is, you know, in a way, Menendez sort of curves around towards the truth there because they're all a gaggle of thieves. 
That's what they are. They The only way their salaries are paid is through the aggression of government. So in a way, what we're talking about here is one thief getting up there and saying, well, I engaged in what you say is bad behavior, but you all take payoffs from different organizations and special interests and things like that. Sure, you might announce these things. Now, all we have to do is, again, I'll try to show you that thing over the next couple of days. Look at uh, the incredible, incredible ways that so many congressmen and senators outpace the stock market by, you know, like a hundredfold. Um, the, these people not only work very closely with the special interest, they're supposed to report these things or whatever, but the reporting doesn't really do very much, right? They're, they're, these are corporations and international interests that are involved in trying to rent-seek. We saw that the Speaker of the House got nearly $100,000 from Jewish PACs and stuff like that. So, of course, one of the first things he's going to do is support this idea of criticizing the state policies of Israel as somehow being critical of ethnically or religiously Jewish people. It's just insane. It's so stupid, right? But it's amazing because really, over the large scale of this whole thing, this whole thing, actually, it does remind us to pull back a little bit once in a while and say, yeah, you know what? This entire system is corrupt. You know, it's like Al Pacino. I'm out of order. You're out of order. This whole court's out of order, right? Well, what was the name of that movie? I can't even remember. He was like a, it's like a lawyer or something on trial. Um, that is actually kind of an important thing to remember. So Menendez sort of swerves into the reality of the state, which is, yeah, it's just a bunch of black guards, a bunch of criminals who are up there taking our money. And I have to say, I use that term. And yet at the same time, I know some of the people who are going in there, they're thinking they're doing the right thing. Thomas Massey is out there, and they're trying to reduce the power of the state. So I have to sort of couch that a little bit. But the system itself is immoral. So within the immoral system, you have a guy whose manifest immorality is even higher, and he's saying, you know, you're all kind of doing this. Of course, he's not really drawing attention to the deeper, long-term moral lesson, which is that that is the nature of the state. It's not just the relationship that the people have with the special interests who might be bringing them money. It's the fact that they claim the power to take our money. That's the thievery, right? And in fact, the payoffs that they get from these people that they don't necessarily announce, at least those people who are giving them the money are doing it voluntarily for their own purposes, whether it's to help their business because they don't want to be harmed by the government or it's to help their business because they want a special favor from the government. It works both ways when the government has that sort of power, right? You can rent seek for a positive to try to get a special niche cut out by the government to block your competition or whatever. But in a way, you might want to influence the government for your own defense, right? And they shake people down all the time that way. They'll make all sorts of threats and they'll be like, well, you know, we could do something about this if you just helped us with our election, we could probably stop that. We could revise that. We could amend that proposal, and it would be okay for you. They do it all the time. They do it all the time. Or, as Liz Warren has done throughout her career, they help write legislation that they know, that when they're outside of the political sphere, that they know they will then be able to help corporations navigate. 
So then they'll get hired by the corporations. It's the revolving door. Ah, yes. Yes, it's the it's the circus parade. Jason's in here and he says, uh, uh, da, 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 da. looks like my prediction. Oh, Anarchy Angie says, looks like my prediction of the list going missing is on track. David Copperfield is mentioned in the court documents. And Jason says, none of those people will will ever serve time. As much as I would like to see it, this list is a distraction to take away from how bad our presidential candidates are. There's plenty more Liberty Conspiracy on Free Talk Live. Find us every Monday through Friday on Rockfin, Rumble, and Twitter starting 6 p.m. Eastern Time, live. It's obvious the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. You should, too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $200 on each three-month food kit you purchase. My Patriot Supply also sells solar generators, gravity-powered water filters, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship that same day and arrive quickly on your doorstep in unmarked boxes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com All right, crew, let's get her dug. Honey, you want to give me a hand? I'm planting that tree, remember? No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. You must call 811 at least two to three business days before any digging project so you can avoid hitting our essential buried utilities. This includes natural gas and petroleum pipelines, electric, communication cables, and water and sewer lines. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. 